Oi, oi, Savaloys. Yes, it is Thursday. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Tuesday. You <laughs> 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 don't know why you even know what day of the week it is. Yeah, it is Tuesday. It is night. So it's UK Cowboys time. How we doing, you guys, again? Oh, doing it. It, it's certainly been an interesting day. In fact, it's been an interesting week so far, I think. so. Mm, yeah. no, co- no comment. <laughs> oh, yeah, it has been uh, like absolute non-stop. Like, cannot keep up with the news. And like, there's, there's like uh, all these podcasts, um, different shows and everything. It's just it's non-stop. It's like, uh, I can't keep up with it all. Crazy stuff. So here we are again. Usually on a Tuesday, uh, we do the Prospect Project. Um, we were supposed to do it last week. News broke, so we had to do the Lowdown Show, which is our uh, dedicated show for just news and updates. All this has happened again. I'm sure, uh, you know, if you're watching this, you don't live under a rock, so you know what we're going to be talking about. Uh, so it's another Lowdown Show. <laughs> Two weeks in a row now. Here we are. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Certainly, I think we we we've certainly our our group chat's been going ten to a dozen, you know, since sort of Friday Saturday, you know, um, and then today it just went up another level. So. Yeah. Oh, it sure did that. Oh God! Every time you hear that sound, be wary, guys. Oh God! Right. Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't worry. It was it was it was nothing to worry about. It's a a group chat with uh, various people, various people we know that help keep us informed and updated. I am going to turn that chat off though, because uh, it's going to be going pretty wild. But yes, guys, it is of course uh, season three, episode fifty, uh, one eighty in total. We are up to the fiftieth episode of season three. Wow. Should have done something special for tonight, shouldn't we? Should have put like a tie on or something, um, or a dicky bow maybe. Right. Oh. So I'm just yeah. I've, I've just oh, seen I'm an a, just seen an tweet from Jane Slater. Just literally just went right straight at the oven. She's just saying on another note, not only that this language not in Denver's contract, but the frustration was it's not according to Randy's camp in any other team contract and not once mentioned at all during negotiations. That's the real source of angst here. They felt lied to. Hmm. I, I really don't know what to make it. Either way, yeah. this, this is a big bloody mess. Uh, like, I'm Okay, let's let's start there then with the Randy Gregory contract. Um, I let you I let you hit in now, uh, Paul. But for people who don't know, uh, Randy Gregory has officially signed to the Broncos. He's not signing with the Cowboys. No longer a, a, a viable option. Uh, so they are going to have to look at defensive end and free agency in the draft. But hit me with your initial thoughts, Paul. You're about to rant on before I interrupted you. Yeah, I mean. We're kind of not aware, like, we're getting more updates as this story continues on through the hour. It's developing every five minutes, as it seems right now. So, <laughs> so originally, we thought it was just down to Randy Gregory wanting money. That wasn't the case. It was down to the fact that it was there. It was down to the fact that uh, Randy Gregory went for the exact same money. It was down to like, I myself blamed Stephen Jones myself. I put the blame on him. 
Like that doesn't seem to be the case. It seems to be more down to the agent side mm. of things now. So, but I will still blame Stephen Jones for this. He had every opportunity to get Randy Gregory signed early and cheaper as possible. It's just been an absolute mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the the way I think it went down. Obviously, we were talking on Thursday night, Mike. You you were talking to your sources. They were saying that they were going to let him see what was out there, yeah. and obviously Dallas would have the right of um, you know, he'd, he'd phone up Jerry and say, right, Jerry, they're offering me this. Do you want to match it or whatever? And you know, that was what what the lowdown was. I think obviously, you know. Randy was in Denver yesterday to do the physicals, to to meet with the coaches, discuss everything. Got the deal hammered out. Phone Jerry. Jerry goes, "Yeah, we can match that." And it was only when the contract actually gets telexed across, and it's a standard by all accounts from Clarence Hill. It's yeah. the wording of the contract is standard wording for all Dallas Cowboys contracts, with the exception of Dak Prescott. Um, now, why why Dak Prescott's different, I don't know. But Randy Gregory, obviously, he signed two, three extensions onto his rookie deal. Um, so the, con- the the wording of the contract's been there all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's only when they've, it, again, he's signed this or he's received it in, the, in an email or whatever. And again, his agent's legal department will have gone through this and said, wait a minute. We don't like this all of a sudden, um, you know, and it's a clause about behavior and the fact that the team can claw back certain things if there's any infractions that lead to arrest, indictment, um, suspension suspension from the league. And as we know, Randy Gregory's got a a well-tarnished past, unfortunately, Mm You know, the ne- the next time he anything happens, that'll be you know he's almost like Josh Gordon now that you know um, anything that comes across Roger Goodall's de- desk will be at a suspension immediately and then investigate later on. Um, Denver, obviously, he can't. You know, as far as I'm concerned, I think you know you can't get arrested for having a uh, marijuana in Denver. You can mm. in Dallas. You get arrested there, that's it. He's out the league. Um, you know, I think the wording there, the fact that there's no wording in the Denver contract as well, you know, there's no stipulation. But generally, it is part of the CBA that if you get, if there's something that you are arrested for, personal conduct for, policy. For, yeah, personal yeah. conduct policy, you forfeit um, not only part of your signing bonus, you forfeit the the your base salary, any roster, roster bonuses, everything like that. So yeah. while it's maybe explicit in the Cowboys contract, it's it generally it's a an accepted part of the CBA. Mm, so I, I just I'm at a loss a little bit. You know, I'm with you. a lot of it is he said, she said, I think with with this, especially as you know, your your trial by social media. Um, <laughs> Trial by Soch. But yeah, let's get Graham's take in as he, he hops in, as he generally does on this show about five minutes late. 
Um, oh, shots fired. <laughs> That's well, he's right. never going to jump offside, is he? So, yeah, this is true. This is true. I'll never um, hold you back either. It's a late penalty, by the way, is the equivalent of the swear jar penalty. So, now you're going to have to put two quid in. But before Graham talks, let me just do a re introduction. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, I bring you Graham Wilson. Take it <laughs> You know, it, it just. Like regular listeners to the show, regular viewers to the show will know that I have been saying Randy Gregory was the goal. Yukis. He would go for quite some time. Um, I think if they were gonna if they were serious about getting Gregory done, they would have done it. Um, I'm hearing all sorts of stories. I'm gonna let the dust settle a little bit before I make full comment on it. But mm. bottom line is that Randy Gregory has um taken another option. Um for the same for the same money presumably so mm-hmm. it's not it to do is. with money if he's going to go if he's going to go for an extra 10 million dollars somewhere fair enough i can live with that but when you think of the amount of times we dug randy gregory a hole or we let him fall into that hole and offer him a ladder back out of it again oh god that was him, full of vodka for him to go <laughs> and it's betrayal, man. He's, he's, he's walked away. But on the other hand, we have known about Randy Gregory's contract for quite some time. Why did they have to wait until free agency opened to offer him a deal? We have had exclusive rights to Randy Gregory for the past couple of years mm. to get this done. Now, on the other hand, you could say, well, we didn't have the cap space at the time. Well, we could have restructured somebody's cap at any point. We could have re-signed um, Lawrence at any point. Um, we could have moved on from Amari Cooper a bit quicker. Uh, you know, it just there just seems to be this lag about the Cowboys yeah. at the moment. We wait and we wait and we wait and we let the grass grow under the wheels. And before you know it, we're stuck in the mud. Now, I put a point up on the... I hope you're enjoying this, Brian, by the way, as you watch United. Um, <laughs> I, I, I yeah, he's point... given you delay a game. He didn't even turn up. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I, I'm, I'm glad the NFC East isn't doing much. I know that yeah. I know Philadelphia have, have spent some money on Hassan Reddick, but mm-hmm. nobody seems to be advancing either, which... It's a bit of a godsend, us to be perfectly honest, because well, we've gone and created all this cap space, and the longer we wait, the less our free agent will be able to bring in. Now, I don't understand why they're, why they're doing all this restructuring and not giving Mike McCarthy the ammunition to go and spend it. Yeah. I'm lost for one stream. I am truly am for this. Um, like... And we kept talking about, oh, yeah, Brandy Gregory is our priority. We should get him signed up. That's all we kept hearing about. And we just, it's just completely been a smack across the face. Like, uh, like we can talk about, yes, exact same amount of money, but it's like I generally had it in my heart that I thought Randy was going to stay because of the sentimental and the, me- uh, the social uh, structure, the social help that. He helped to get him out of those dark periods of time uh, mm-hmm. for the suspension, 
all the crap he was going through. Dallas helped him every single step of the way. They could have cut him at any time, and he would not have had an NFL career. If it wasn't for Dallas, if it, in fairness, if it wasn't for Steven and Jerry, they wouldn't have had no career in the NFL, but they stuck mm. by him no matter what. And I do feel as though it's a little bit of a slap across the face. Me personally, yeah. I, think, I yeah. do feel that. I, I mean, this is going back to what we was talking about last week, though, when we were saying it, it's very strange of the Cowboys to drag their feet. And they seem to do it with all these contracts. And all the contracts that they get all end up becoming expensive, like Zeke, like Dak, Tank, for instance, as well, which we'll get to in a moment. But this is all as a result of them not pulling the trigger early enough. Now, we were saying in the offseason last year, we were like, let's get Randy Gregory signed now. If we get him signed now, while he's still under contract, before he explodes into the season, um, we'll get him now. We'll get him on a cheaper deal. He, he'd be, you know, just about hitting double digits in terms of what he's he's asking for, which, as it turns out, is the case. And we'll be able to get him locked down. But as it stands, they let it go. They let it go. They let it, they, 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 like you say, great. They get stuck in the mud and they let the tires spin. And nothing happens. Then you get to the end and you're stuck here. And this is what happens. So you get expensive contracts and then you get guys leaving the building before you get a chance to put ink to paper. And we was talking about this last it, week as well with Brianna. And she said the exact same thing that we were saying. It goes back to the age-old point that I keep raising about free agents. A free agent only leaves a team if his current team thinks he's not worth it. Mm-hmm. If if you have a free agent coming to the end of his deal and you, you're desperate to keep that player around, you will move heaven and earth to keep him. Um, if you look at the, the top 101 players that are on the NFL website at the moment, I think there's one common denominator. They are all around the 30-year-old mark. Yeah, I know. 31, 32, 29, 30, 33. They've got some veteran experience under them. They've got veteran experience under them, but they also have eight years of wear and tear on their knees, (laughs) ankles, elbows, neck, back, shoulders, so on, so on, so on. You're literally talking about everything that aches for me when I get up off the sofa. (laughs) Which is the reason they're not being paid. It's as simple Mm. as that. Yeah, um, yeah. but let's let's and you, use the use the thing as well, right, Greg? That uh, you know that goes back to your point as well that we're trying to say is that when we saw Amari Cooper, which we'll get to as well, when we saw him go instantly in my mind, I thought, right, that's Randy Gregory, that's Randy Gregory, that's Jaron Kirsten, which we'll get to Malika, which we'll get to, and I was thinking to myself, all the players, and I was going through it, and I was like. I did think Cedric Wilson, which, by the way, he has gone, which is coming up there. Cedric Wilson and Connor Williams, by the way, have gone and signed to another team. Um, But when you saw that, that's what I thought. And we'll get to those guys as well that have signed. But that was the thought in my mind, and I think a lot of people. So then when we saw, oh, Gregory signed to a five-year deal, everybody was like, ah, yeah, there we go, as expected, you know. And, uh, yeah. and all of us, then, then all of a sudden we get a tweet saying, oh, wait, 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 Cowboys fans, Denver coming and saying, no, we've got Randy. And yeah. next thing you know, it's an absolute onslaught on social media. You're seeing 
multiple sources coming in says no, Denver signed Randy, not Dallas. And you're like, wait, what? Mm. How? And you're just on. I'm just, I'm just, I'm so mad about this. I really am. Here's a question for all of you, right? That I was thinking as soon as this popped up, right? So this has happened where, as reported, and you know, as you were saying, Lorne, you know, it's, it's a jury by social media at the moment. But how it looks right now, where a player has signed and suddenly you turned and you've got star players like Amari Cooper disappearing and you wonder about what's going to happen to Zeke next year and these expensive contracts. You have to wonder... And it's going to be a narrative that pops up, and you're going to see it on Good Morning Football. What is the culture in the Dallas Cowboys like if this is happening? Like, yeah. is there a poison that runs through it? And that's going to be what people say. But what do you guys think? Well, I mean, you just have to listen to Hanging with the Boys yesterday. They were, you know, okay. Jesse was running. Jesse was running the show yesterday, and he was saying uh-huh. that you know we've got rid of we've got rid of. Um, uh, Amari, you know, we're we're stockpiling all this money. You know, he more or less said that you know we're we're hamstr- hamstringing um, McCarthy this year so that we can bring in a new coach next year, mm. somebody with the initials SP, possibly. Um, you know, and you're giving you're giving him a chance to to buy the groceries next year. Yeah, to um, have a fresh slate. You know, and then obviously we were all expecting that maybe there was going to be a part in the ways with Demarcus Lawrence at some point this off season. Mm-hmm. News came through last night that he's restructured and it's brought his cap figure down seriously. We'll obviously, create, created <laughs> the created a nice room that um, you know about twelve o'clock today when when it suddenly came through on our group chat. Oh, Gregory signed, you know, and we're like, yeah, great, and then. Uh, I think two minutes later, I saw that Hooker had signed as well, mm. and we're like, "Yeah, okay." So you pretty much got the majority of the defense back next year yep. or this year, you know. And then you can focus on the offense in the draft, as we we've been talking about, um, you know. And again, it's just this has just come about, and it's. But I think w- one of the problems, particularly with Randy Gregory, is that. Last year was the first full season that we had of him. Yeah. And if you're if you're talking about, you know, Dallas could have, yeah, as we say, we could have signed him mid mid season or something like that. Two weeks later, you've given him all this signing bonus, which yeah, okay, any suspension or anything like that, and there's there's clawbacks by the team, but you're still getting a charge on your you don't get it immediately on your cap. You get you get um, credits to next year's cap. Yes. So, uh, or cap down the line and what have mm-hmm. you. So, you know, if you sign him to a fifty million dollar contract and then the next week he's re- he's busted for having a, a a joint in his car or something like that, and then good old fires him and what have you, then that's it. You you're out. You're still out a chunk of change. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. <clears throat> Uh, and I think okay, maybe he's maybe he's put that behind him, but there's still he's got to under as part of his reinstatement with the league, he's got to go undergo various counselling meetings um, with various league doctors as well as his own professionals, um, and that you know it just takes a, a missed 
situation like that where he misses an appointment with the league and then, you know, again, again that draws the ire of the league. Um, and you just need to see how he actually copes with everything before you can. And then obviously there is a problem that you get to the end of the season and then you've got to start looking at how you're going to restructure everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and who who knows if we'd if we'd you know if Dan Quinn had gone off to one of the other teams, we're bringing in another defensive coordinator. The defensive coordinator maybe doesn't want Randy Gregory. Maybe wants somebody else. Um, you know. You know. And we're we're seeing a lot of people. Obviously, um, the Bears got rid of Khalil Mack at the weekend there because he, he doesn't. Trade. It is. But I mean, again, it's you know, it it wasn't. He's maybe not fitting in with their their new scheme or whatever. So, I mean, they have future uh, plans. Yeah, and at seven, seventeen and a, seventeen and three quarter million this year, and twenty five million next year, and another twenty seven million the year after that, uh, it's better to cut bait when you can. Um, so, I, I see why Dallas do this approach, um, but. You know, yes, could we? People like that Prescott get them signed early. Um, don't give in to somebody like Zeke Elliott and make him sign a nineteen million dollar contract. That's well, you know, so, so many guarantees. Not, and... not, not, well, not not to not to credit Elon. We had two two what two hard years to get Dak signed. So I... yeah, we had to franchise him the one time. Yeah, yep. we're still still gonna make it a deal. So it's been like over two years of negotiations to try and get him on a long term contract. Mm-hmm. Look, look. <clears throat> Paul, can you bring up DJ Dog's comment? He's asked me a question. Yeah, sure. Um, so uh for the audio listeners, Graham, I'm interested to hear your, your thoughts about uh Randy Gregory missing games versus a contract he got from Denver. Um to be perfectly honest, I think it's a huge deal for Denver. Um when you pair, in my opinion, when you pair our best defensive end from the 2021 season, you pair him with Bradley Chubb for a combined cap number of $27 million. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely incredible. Now, if he goes and misses games, fine. It's it's not a huge it's not a huge number, to be perfectly honest. Um, I think he would be silly to go and do that because he's finally got his deal. Um, I said for weeks on the show that Randy Gregory, to his at this point in his career, has made just over $5 million. He's just trebled that in one season per, <laughs> yeah. per season. Yeah. So he would be extremely stupid to go and do something silly. Like, like, don't get me wrong, Graham. Like, I'm happy for Gregory. He's got, he's got paid. He deserves it. Like, he's managed to turn his life around. But part of me, I am still freaking annoyed. Like, see if he went to Denver for more money, I would have been okay with it. I would have been all right with it. But with the same amount of money and this whole, like, this whole mess is caught on top of it, I still kind of feel as though it's been a slap across the face. It has absolutely, Paul. It has. It has. It's, it's like how many times has Gregory been suspended for his career? Was it no like four times or something? Like yeah, that? at least yeah. at least four times now. Yeah, and, I mean he's and, and, and Spanish in the league twice. Yeah, and 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 the, and the point is, it's like Jerry, Stephen, the whole backroom staff, 
I've stuck by Gregory no matter what. They gave him the actual people support, get him putting onto programs and stuff like that to get himself back into a normal state. Right? And and he's this was his first ever season going in a training camp, first ever season. Like and he looked good too. And he he looked fantastic. And this mm. is why I was like. This is why, okay, this is his contract year and this is his actual first property season. This is why we need to get him signed up early now. Like, mm. no, we, we, we were saying that from week one. Yeah. Week one. We were saying like, it in training mm. camp. Yeah. So. And, 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 now, and now you're going to start the season wondering at this stage. Obviously, we still got the draft to come and we still got to see what they do in free agency because we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, but as it stands right now, you've got to wonder, is Parsons going to be playing defensive end, which some people like, I personally don't, or nope. you're going to be playing Chauncey Golston in there. Oh, That's your, they, there's your two starting defensive ends. You've got no DPR because obviously that's gone on you as well. I don't think he's coming back. So now what are you going to do? You've got no rotation. But it is crazy. <laughs> I, I don't know what they're going to do with it. You know, that's, the whole thing. Like, in fairness, that's a fair point from DJ Dog. He's never yeah. actually played a full season. That's a fair point. Um, and your best, why... ability, your best ability is availability. Yeah. But that's but, why he's not being paid $20 million plus. Yeah. yeah. Because see, Randy Gregory, I've just had a look over the cap. Randy Gregory's co- new contract doesn't even put him in the top 15. No. I checked that. I checked that. Yeah. What was that? What was that? Nowhere near the top 15. What was, yeah. I to, what was I trying to say there? It's like, the, the, like, it's like you just said there, Mike, um, regards to the likes of free agency and stuff like that, but yeah. th- this really does throw a curveball. What are we going to do in the draft now? It really does. Like, the, like two weeks ago, we were talking about, nah, we might not draft a wide receiver in the top two rounds. Now it's more likely. Now it's more likely we're going to draft a defensive lineman in the first two rounds. Now, like it's now from the first priority was O line and linebacker. Now it seems to be four positions, the four main positions. Now I'm like, what the hell is going on? You can forget about O line. No, well, no, 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 I know injuries, and when you when you stop and you look at it, they've got their starting five, but they haven't got enough starting linebackers. They don't have enough starting wide receivers, and they don't have enough starting no. defensive ends. No, Paul, so, well, like I mean, they no did, way they're going to take O line at twenty four. Oh no, I I I still think O line's a possibility because you do have Tank Lawrence which we were all looking at the fact that Tank Lawrence wasn't going to be back this year and potentially we weren't going to have Randy Gregory and then that was going to almost make Parsons a a straight defensive end edge rusher. Mm. you got Tank, you've got Terrell Basham back for another year. So you do have two... Basham's a slight downgrade from Gregory. Um, Mm. You know, he but he can do the the stand up yeah, linebacker, okay. edge rusher, okay that sort of thing. Season. Yeah, did yeah. okay. You're predicting that Goldston um, should be able to do something like that. You you still potentially we talked on Thursday. You could still have somebody like Dorrance Armstrong resigning. You know that yeah. again. That is one of Jerry's players. 
And I like um, him as a DPR player. Yep, yep. So there is still potential there. We know what the Cowboys do. They sign a lot of Band-Aids so that they can go into the draft and pick the best player available when it comes to them. And mm. at, at, at 24, it can, you know, they're not going to get priced out because there's not going to be a hell of a lot of quarterbacks going in the first round this year. Oh, no. There's there's a lot of defensive players, um, you know, safeties, linebackers, uh <laughs> Def- defensive line um, you know edge rushers all that so um, you know there is going to be somebody there at 24 for them at whatever position they want to go for that they will need to to sign so as as we say somebody like um, Kenyon Green Zion Johnson could still be a viable option at, at 24 um, Zion, Zion. <laughs> yeah, what a like a what, lion. Yeah. What number did what number did Jameson Williams wear in college, Mike? Just so I know. Say again, sorry. What number did Jameson Williams wear in college? Just so I, I I'm ready. Oh God. I should know that off by heart. It's gonna you, be good. You get where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah. Oh sorry. My my screen uh, just, I, I, I I'll get back to you on that one. Number one. <laughs> No, yeah, I thought it was. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. I was thinking, is it one or was it 11? Who used to wear, who wore one last season? And he's gone. So there you are. One's available. Replace one for one. I mean, just like, can can you just see the amount of downward arrows that are across the Cowboys organization right now? It's not it's it's not linebacker, offensive line, wide receiver, tight end, safety. But here we go. Let's go through a a few of the other names, right, guys, and we'll try and move it all along. Otherwise, it becomes the Randy Gregory show, which it it really is anyway. But we'll we'll continue to move (laughs) everything on. As we mentioned, Cedric Wilson has gone. That's a big loss. He was a good gadget player, I thought. And when we needed to, and we had him as that third wide receiver, he was he did he did exactly what we needed him to do. Good news though, puts a smile on everyone's face. Connor Williams is gone, same team. Um, penalty ridden. Um, some of it I think is down to technique more than anything. Um, so he's gone. Uh, old cornerback from Tulsa, Reggie Robinson Jr., he's gone, has signed as well with Houston. I was hoping. He might wheel around and um, make it through waivers. No, he was picked up pretty lickety split. Fourth round Greg pick. Greg Zerline. You are sorry? Fourth round pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they did try to stash him last year on um, IR. I think maybe perhaps the Cowboys done him a bit dirty sorry, thing. Just, just, just a little listeners know, I'm going to be taking swipes left, right and centre tonight. So just... <laughs> <laughs> well, you Greg Zerline's gone. Greg Zerline... He's out the building. I think the Thank Cowboys God. set him up to fail, mind you, on that one. Blake Jarwin has been injured, uh, injury waived. Um, see what goes on there. From what I've heard, it's not looking good. He, he's going to be playing in the league with the injuries he's got. Um, they have signed a long snapper, Jake McQuaid. You might recognize the name. Jeremy Sprinkle, they've re-signed. Uh, so he's back in the building. And so... 
they have they they have three starting tight ends. So I think that does put tight end off the market now uh, in terms of the draft. But let's go with this one a sec. That safety Malik Hooker has uh, re-signed with the Cowboys on a two-year deal, four million. What do you guys make of that? I'm happy with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. It's a it's a it's a comfort blanket, pretty much. Um, with pretty much filled the void until we get someone better. I think. I don't know. I like Malik Hooker. Oh, I, 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 I thought he was coming. I think he was starting to progress, but yeah. I think, but I think for the life of the contract and how much, I think that's actually quite a good fair deal. Um, I want to go and check as well that um, Malik Hooker, so, uh, you know, 8 million. So if we spread that over the two years, 4 million, that puts him 24th um, in terms of safety rankings uh, of cap costs. So it's, yep. a start, it's a starting safety salary, which is what he is. So I can live with that. There was promise and progression there. Let's get on to this one, which we'll talk a bit more about, guys, is the Michael Gallup signing. Uh, so it's 62 million over five years. But what is interesting is cap hit, by the way, the contract's written in 2022, is only 4 million. Ooh. Yeah. And essentially, it's a two-year you're talking 27 million, I think it is, for two yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you could potentially walk away, and as, assuming he doesn't get, assuming he doesn't get injured in the 2023, going into 2024, mm -hmm. um, it, all the guarantees run out. Then 2024, um, he's guaranteed if it's uh, injury, but you could cut him for just not a being able amount. to hack it anymore yeah, or being yeah. a casualty cap, uh, mm -hmm. cap casualty. You can still cut him, and you're only you're only in for the remaining pro rata of the um, signing bonus. So yeah, it'd be uh, much like we much like we got with Cooper, where you just um, we're we're cutting six six million dead on the cap this year. Go on, Mister Paul. Uh, it might be an update, but it might not be a a, a good source of mine. Uh, Ryan Miller, who I used to be teammates with at the UK Pirates, he's part of the UK Patriots. Mm -hmm. uh, that fan base and that yep. and he says uh, the move for Lyle Collins is becoming more likely mm -hmm. yeah yeah. We'll they, get... they, they've oh. just traded uh, Patriots have just traded Shaq Mason right. to yeah. Tampa yeah um, now as a result so he's back be... with Brady <laughs> yep so um, <laughs> God. obviously they're saving a bit of money but um, on on their cap hit, so but I think there's still um, problems with getting Lyle under the cap. So yeah. Lyle would have to agree to restructure the deal. Mm -hmm. um, but it's certainly that's that's one possible landing spot for Lyle. Yeah, but here's one for you though. Sticking with the Michael Gallup talk. Um, so yeah, it, it, as we were saying about the costs of what it was for this year. Works out to be about just about 12 million per, right? So uh, that six sticks him in the wide receiver rankings in terms of cap costs at 24, right? Tell me what you think, right? I'll let you all agree. Is Michael Gallup better than Kenny Galladay? I, think I can't think about it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't flash out and say yes straight away. 
I would say yeah. yes. I'd have to think I about would it. say yeah. Are you saying Gallup, say, yeah. Gallup better than Baldy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, easily. I would yeah. say, it, me personally, I'd say easily. Is he better than Robbie Anderson? I'd say on par. Yeah, and me. Yep. Uh, what about Robert Woods? Ooh, no. Uh, two years ago? No. No. Mm. Now? Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. There we go. That's what I was thinking. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. Let me get my uh my 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 shit my shift <laughs> that, that was quite a drop, mate. <laughs> no, 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 no. There is there is I am going somewhere with this. Corey Davis is Michael Gap better than Corey Davis. Oh, I know exactly where you're going with this. Um, I, going. Yeah. I would take Gal I'd say so. Davis, I'd yeah. say so. Yeah, Cortland Sutton. Oh, right. That's, no. I'd, I'd say just on par. I'd, no, not I'd say maybe Cortland Sutton a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Student Shepherd. <laughs> what's, he ever, what, what's he ever done for the Giants? Yeah. All right. Curtis Samuel. Oh, well. Um, Curtis Samuel's so. fallen off a cliff. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Gallup had him in a couple of yeah. fantasy leagues, and he produced mm -hmm. next to nothing. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. I love that comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Texas had more interceptions than Galladay had receptions. Fantastic, DJ Dog. Brilliant, brilliant. All, all those wide receivers I just mentioned are getting paid significantly more than Gallup. Yep, significantly and more. Is he better than Christian Kirk? No. Oh, uh, you know, sorry. Yeah, he is. I would, yes, I would, I would, take, I would take Gallup on that. Mm -hmm. there, there are people within the both ex-teammates and people within the Cowboys organization that would actually argue that Gallup hasn't had the opportunity in in some respects, but he has the potential to be a yeah. number one receiver. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there there was talk a couple mm -hmm. of years ago. It was. Uh, that um, Cooper was 1A, Gallup was 1B. He wasn't a 1-2 punch. It was a 1A, 1B. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, f when the game's on the line, he does see, you know, Dak, Dak seems to have confidence in him that, you know, he's always looking for him down the sideline, mm -hmm. make that difficult catch, drag the toes, make it inbounds. And you know, get the yardage and um, get them into position for a comeback. So, um, we just didn't have him in the San Francisco 49ers playoff game, you know. So, we had to run the ball with 14 seconds left. <laughs> just to add into the discussion, mate, yeah. those, those, those names you rained off, yes, they are wide receiver number one on the yes. desk, correct, getting paid a lot it's, more. It's Michael Gap. Is Michael Gallup number wide receiver number one? No, it, it but it could be for any other team. No, I disagree. I I I think uh, a team he can't. He can't I tell you why why he will never be a wide receiver one is that Michael Gallup can't play the slot. You want your wide receiver one to be able to move up and down that line. But we've never seen I'm, Gallup play the slot though. Because he can't other, do it. He's a physical he's downfield what? player. Think of Des Bryant. You know, like like a, uh, I say, play the slot wide receiver one, and I mentioned Des Bryant, but he's a <laughs> he's a he, he's a, a, a poor man's Des Bryant. That's how I see him. That physical downfield presence. Uh, I've definitely got a different opinion to that. 
and that we, we, and we were unfair. fair. Am I being unfair when I say that when Michael Gallup has been expected as the as as played as what did you say we're number one? Say when Cooper's been out and Gallup has number one, yeah. he hasn't lived up to the billing. Mm-hmm. Is that unfair to say? No, that's not unfair. Yeah. Mm. Which yeah. Frank, which worries me because right now, in terms of salary cap, Michael Gallup is the Cowboys' number one receiver. And not to mention as well, Graham, we don't even know when his actual due date of coming back to play in the team is because mm-hmm. he's come back from that injury. It's going to be mid season. It's going to be yeah. mid season. He's going to miss pre season. He's going to miss training camp. He's going to miss He's going to be rehabbing. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm finding it really, really tough. Like, are you, are you guys the same? You would have, you would, you would prefer Cooper over Schultz and Gallup. If I, I was talking Cooper or Schultz and Gallup, which one would you take? Cooper. Mm. I would yeah. take Mike, I would take Amari Cooper, and it's not close. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going. The only thing I will say is that finding a good tight end is harder to find than a good wide receiver. That's the only thing I will yeah. say. But you don't ever want to let talent go. And this team um, yeah. is worse for letting Cooper go. Yeah. Or the offenses, anyway. And I, th- I think the other thing as well, I mean, I, again, I'd said on Thursday night that, you know, there seemed to be this disconnect with Dak, whether whether it's that he's trained to go, take the safe option or, or whatever. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers throws so to get it, uh, throws into double coverage to get Devontae Adams the ball. He doesn't do that with Gallup. Gallup, uh, sorry, he doesn't do that with uh, Cooper. Mm-hmm. Last year, Schultz was probably his safety blanket, the same way that Witten was for Romo. Schultz was developing into that for that. <coughs> I think that's why they've kept Schultz. Um Particularly, obviously, Jar- Jarwin wasn't going to be an option this year. Cutting Jarwin allows him to file an injury grievance and yes, um, he'll be able to at least set himself up for a better payday, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. And um, he'll get his retirement fund. And gets his retirement fund. Um, so that's why they've done that. They were obviously, that was going to then be a, a major need if you're only talking about McKeon and Bunting. Um, and I just, you know, th- this time next year we'd be sitting there going, "We're paying the Mary Cooper twenty million to be sitting on the to 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 be running decoys." Yeah. Now, there there might be a case that by you're going to add by subtracting, so you take away a Mary Cooper, it it forces that to 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 be more um, using using all the weapons that he's got and actually, you know, it might make the offense slightly better mm. um, yeah. rather than, yeah, okay, Amari took Amari took on the double coverage and left everybody in single, and left everybody in single coverage. It may, but that, you know, we could then still, it, it's up to Keller to scheme it. Yeah, but, yeah. I- we talk about all these weapons that Dak has. If Dak's looking for, you know, if Dak's got to go through five or six progressions to get to somebody who is free, then 
you know, that's making it difficult for Dak as well. So take away one weapon, you've got less weapons to, to worry about, but you're more likely to, to, to use them. Yeah, I, I, I think we might be seeing something. Go on, Paul. Yeah, uh, just, just got announced. Rob Phillips has just tweeted that uh, Cowboys yeah. have two fifth-round compensation mm. picks for this year's NFL draft. So yeah. we've, uh, nine, nine picks we've got now. Yep, so I'll tell you exactly what we've but, got. Um, just a very quick one, though, as we flashing up and we're talking about Mari Cooper. Again, Amari uh, got traded to the Jaguars Friday. That's our next topic of conversation. Clear $16 million, um on the car. Cleveland. Um, Cleveland. Cleveland. Did I say Jags? Yep. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. I've, I've, uh, so we've got that we've now got the 176 and 178th pick. Yeah. Okay. We go. I'll just save that there. There we go. And we'll get that going properly. Do, so, do yeah, yourselves. Do yourselves a favour, folks, and don't look up the Cowboys' fifth round picks. Yes, that is don't, a good intention. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do yeah. that. So, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, the only significant uh, fifth round pick really the Cowboys have ever made was the running back about six or seven years ago. I'm trying to remember the guy's name. It'll come to me now. Oh, Dunbar? No. Joseph Randall. Oh, yeah, Randall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was really the only fifth-round pick. Didn't he get called shoplifting? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was everything. He was yeah. shoplifting the drugs, the yeah. beating his girlfriend as well. That... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was yeah. selling knock-off aftershave as well. And I think I think he's actually in. He's behind bars now. Mm, um, I've heard. So, yeah, I did. I think I seen something from last year that cropped up on that one. For something else. I think it might have been domestic violence, wasn't it? Yeah. Let me just anyway, thought. there's a fifth round pick for you. <laughs> to, to, just to add to Graham's point. But let's talk about Amari Cooper. Give us your thoughts and opinions at home as well. This is the big one. I'm wearing Amari Cooper in uh, uh, respects to it because as all my jerseys do, I retire them when the, the player is no longer with the team. So I need to buy another frame. Um, so, yes. Amari Cooper has gone. Um, he's off to the Browns. Um, there's something Cooper's going to like. Cold weather and uh, open stadiums. The two of his favourite things. Um, I do think... I, I understand the reasoning behind what they did. Um, you could argue about what you'd expect more in the trade. I was thinking maybe they would switch picks you know like you get somebody like say cleveland and you'll go right uh we'll we'll take your second round pick off you but you have ours so you do you you go up in the draft to get a better pick i think that was more of an incentive for what they did do although they did get an extra pick um and they've switched six i was expecting to switch maybe a second or third round pick instead purely on the basis of his cost his cost was astronomical um yeah. What it what, what uh, I let you go first, Gray down here. I can see you eager to go. Yeah. Give me your take on the Amari Cooper trade. Um, costly, mm -hmm. embarrassing, mm -hmm. um, uncalled for. Um, I, I mean, people people bring up the point. 
Yeah, but his salary was a bit high, wasn't it? Let's rhyme off who's round about him. Hopkins, 27 million per year, receiver mm -hmm. number one. Jones, mm -hmm. 22, receiver mm -hmm. number one. Adams, mm -hmm. 20, receiver number one. Mm -hmm. uh, Keenan Allen, 20, receiver number one. Mike Williams, receiver number two, 20 million. Mm. It's not a huge, 20 million is not a huge number. Not for wide receiver, um, anymore. It's, it's not. Especially when Devontae Adams is asking for 30 now. Do you know what? See if, see if Amari Cooper had paid had played for 20 million on this year's cap, no one would have batted an eyelid. Yeah, yeah. No, people I think people are trying to find they're trying to find excuses for um getting rid of or making moves to reduce Team Forty Burger, to be perfectly honest. My big worry is that what happens Agree when, there, DJ. What happens when CD Lamb or Michael Gallup draw a double coverage? Me personally, I think will disappear <clears throat> because nobody had the separation that Amari Cooper has. Mm -hmm. Nobody had. I don't think there's a contested catch in uh, CD Lamb. Maybe Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup's made some fantastic catches down the sideline, but mm -hmm. for me. CB Lamb is all about getting the ball in his hands early and letting them run with the ball. He is not gonna, he's not gonna, in my opinion, still, he's not gonna compete for a jump ball. Um, we'll see what happens when he draws double coverage. I get he's a rookie, I can hear, yeah, he's a rookie, he's going into his third season, that's fine. But if he, if he, if he goes and has a thousand yard season, he's going to be looking for a new deal. How much is he going to want? Roughly about 22, 23 million. And then it starts all over again. Mm -hmm. I just, I just think you've got, you've got to keep your talent around. You've got to keep your pillars in place, or your house starts falling. That's why they felt they had to keep Demarcus Lawrence. My personal opinion: Demarcus, Demarcus Lawrence doesn't matter now. They've, they've, they've resigned. They've extended him. That's yeah. fine. For me, a fifth and a sixth for a first round talent, simply because of the money that he's, that he's on. Is not good enough. Two years ago, we were quite happy to give up a first-round pick to get Amari Cooper. Now we're letting him go for a fifth. Hold on a minute. No. But but the problem was that in five's time, it becomes fully guaranteed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't... Where... Um, if Cooper was uh, went on to IR for any period of time, you can split some of that salary down. Um, if it's if it's unguaranteed, you, you know they go and uh, they lose some money for being on IR or not being on the game day roster. Um, if you've got the if you've got COVID, then um, you know now admittedly they've done away with the COVID protocols for right. vaccinated and unvaccinated players, so you know you weren't going to have that problem this year. But um, the the whole fact that he that that Cleveland are now going to be basically whether whether he becomes belligerent like OBJ did and um, demands to be traded halfway through next season or whatever when Baker Mayfield's over floating passes over his head by ten <laughs> yards or whatever. Um, you, you go and have a look at Annie Agar's uh, tweet th the other day about um, you know. And there's a dog trying to catch a ball, and it the ball the ball just sails. Yeah, I see, like I've that. seen that's, that one. Yeah, you know that, that that's what it's going to be like. But um, the, he he you know 
there's going to be problems in Cleveland if he's not getting the ball. Um, yes, you you can say twenty million is nothing, but again, we weren't using them as a twenty million dollar receiver. Agree, agree. And if we were still sitting here next year, because again, Kellen Moore's not either. Kellen Moore's not schemed him. Dak Prescott's not got the the comfort factor with him or whatever, um, you know, or is it a problem with Dak that Dak's, you know, he's being too safety, too safety conscious with the ball or not. But mm-hmm. if, if you're paying 20 million and he's only getting what 68 catches a year or whatever, and not making a thousand yards, not getting all the touchdowns, you know, is it worth the money? Yeah, I mean, it's a simple case that you go, I'll let you speak now, Paul. <laughs> it's easy chin to go. All I was going to well, say the, the, is... The one thing I want to say as well, the value that we got for that, if you think, well, we picked Robert Quinn up from Miami for a couple of years ago. Yeah. We got him for a sixth rounder a year down the line. Not this year. We got him for a... When did we pick him up? We picked him up 2019, so we got him. A, we got a 2020 draft pick for him. Yeah, and that was bef- that was before the 2019 draft as well. So, um, you know, we've probably got better value uh, for Cooper than than Robert Quinn. And look at what Robert Quinn's doing now. He's at, he's he's garnering huge money, amounts of money from the Bears at the moment. So. Just one one line, one line, Paul. One line, yeah. Paul. I'm, I'm going to make. I'm going to help your point. One <laughs> line. Christian Kirk will make eighteen million dollars this year. Mm. That's, that's all I'll say. That's well. That, yeah, Christian that Kirk, eighteen million dollars. Amari Cooper, twenty million dollars. I know which one's better value. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah Paul. Um, my it, point it is with us. My point is, and I want your guys' thoughts and everybody in the comments. Is see if we didn't have Kellen Moore as our offensive coordinator and had a different steam, what would would have happened? Yeah, I, I wrote this down. Yeah, is scheme was think the big about, thing. Think, think about it. Mm-hmm. How many times did Amari not really get targeted? Really? Yeah. Yep. And it's down to scheme, down to Kellen Moore, <clears> down down, down to. to and if there's anyone to blame, <clears> it's our how our offense was set up. Yes. Not, not... Go on, go on, go on, keep going, keep going. So I can understand, like, so obviously I, we were kind of hoping Kellen may have got picked up as a head coach and we would have got someone else to be an OST and may have played, who knows, <laughs> I'm just saying. But yeah. I'm just, when you've got easily a top 10 wide receiver in the league, mm-hmm. maybe even possibly top five, mm-hmm. right? Like that's could be up for debate. But with the fact that it's like Graham just pointed out, like there's players like Christian Carr, yada yada yada. I'm just like, why are we not utilizing the player that can actually create the separation like no one else can? Like we've seen all the highlight videos of stuff that he can do. Like I'm 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 just absolutely dumbfounded about the whole Amari one and the fact like I know we were saying like the whole Robert Quinn. It's like, yeah, we got him for fifth round because of his contract within Miami understandable but when you're exchanging picks as well on top of that surely and this is kind of goes back to your point mike is 
surely can they not maybe even bump it up to maybe exchange third rounds or exchange yeah, second that's rounds? That's what I would have done. Like, why more dog down the water doing to the fifth and sixes? You know what I mean? Yeah. Developmental players. Yeah. Yeah. It's not much. It's not, it's not much of a compensation. And I was literally the point you was making about scheme was literally the point I was going to make. And the only thing I will say is this tells you exactly what they think that you go one of two ways, don't you? If you've got, a, 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 and I agree, a top five wide five wide receiver is you go one of two ways. You either change your offense to meet the wide receiver, that top five player scheme. So you either go, right, we're not going to go three wide receiver sets. We're not going to try and spread the ball around. We're going to target one wide receiver more often, which is what they would have done if they kept Cooper. But if you're going, no, I, I want our offense to be spread out, to have lots of options for it to be filtered we across. We don't have options. That's the problem. We've got Gallup for half a season. No, yeah. And we've lost Wilson. We're going to have to drive, draft wide right receivers to fit into this now new you will. Yeah, into, yeah. This, into this scheme regardless. So mm -hmm. either way, it's like, would they not be better if we just kept Trooper anyway? Like, yeah, no, no, I, no, I, I agree. I'm, honestly, I'm, I agree. Just, I'm so dumbfounded with what is going on. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. But, but my thing with the scheme thing is, if if you're saying then you're, you've got a 20... Two million pound pound dollar wide receiver, and your your scheme is to spread the ball out and get rid of the expensive wide receiver. That's all I'm saying. I don't agree with it. I think they should be trying to filter it and and trying to target him more. But here's a question for you, Paul, and I, I'll ask the the pair of you as well. Do you think though that people are complaining about the value of the pick that uh, in 2018 we gave up a first round pick? With that first round pick, we could have had AJ Brown, Debo Samuel, or all on contracts worth about five, six million a year at the moment. Fairly cheap. That that's what we missed by giving up that first round pick that year. Those were wide receivers that were taken after DK Metcalf was taken by the Seattle Seahawks oh, in the first round. Make, after make. that pick. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying these are wide receivers we could have picked up. But what I will say is they gave that pick up and we've given it back and got a fifth round in return. But would you say the value of what he's done to help develop Dak in that time was worthy. Not after last season, no. Because no. he wasn't even targeted. No, but he, he's helped on the offense to do things so Dak could develop in that time. So he's been, he's really helped Dak develop in that time. Although costly, yeah, he has done I, that. Yeah, I agree to a certain extent, yes. But I'm, I'm just... Yeah, I, I, I'm done, man. I, I'm, I'm done talking about like this front office. It's, it's like as if I can't lose any mayor in my bloody hairline right now. It's actually <laughs> going. Oh, it's way run down to my bloody crack right now. <laughs> All right, let's move it on to Demarcus Lawrence then, so we can move it on to something else. So uh, he has been re-signed to an extension deal um, for another three years. Is fully guaranteed as well. So that does one of two things. Helps the Marcus Lawrence out because he's getting money. And number two is it helps cap relief because they can spread the rest of the cost over the other remaining years. Means that tanks um, yearly cap costs go down to 30. You're April. <laughs> no. he's, got, he's got too angry. He's got too angry. No, I, I just jammed my finger there. 
<laughs> so, what do you guys think? I think it's a good move. I am ha- like, I'm, you can say whatever you want about Demarcus Lawrence as the player, whatever not, like, but as a team player, I think he actually done as a favor massively. Yeah, yeah. like, like. We still have an it. We still do have one of the best run stoppers. I think. Like, I know you are not still got your pens about him, Graham, but I like him. But we've probably need him more than ever now with this extension now, and I think mm-hmm. he kind of realizes it. So there's going to be a more of a higher demand for D Law to perform now as well, even with this extension. It's good for him. Yeah, it's good for the Cowboys bringing that cap down. Great. Like that's probably the only. Uh, praise I'm giving the front office right now is that. Uh, yeah. But, but the, uh, the only problem. Sorry, Alan, on you go. On you go. Well, I, I I agree with Paul. It's a win-win situation for both. We we'd cleared the cap room obviously to bring in Randy Gregory. Unfortunately, that's that ship sailed. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't a case of money. It leaves us money for other options. We're obviously we're talking that Von Miller's be you know there's some traction that's building in Von Miller wanting to be Bring back in, in his in in his home state. Um, to be honest, I don't really care also, about this rate. <laughs> yeah, but it also you know you, you, I, I, as we were saying that if you got rid of Tank Lawrence, you got rid of Randy Gregory, you would definitely be talking that Micah Parsons would be an edge rusher. You're still now mitigating yeah. the fact yeah. that. You can still use Micah as a linebacker, spell him occasionally into in a, a, an edge rusher. But for for Demarcus Lawrence's point of view, it means he stays a cowboy, which he he, he said he wanted to stay a cowboy. When he turned down when he turned down the the pay cut, that you know everybody was saying, "Oh, well, that's it. He's out the door then." So you know, by the looks of things, we were going to be moving on anyway. Mm-hmm. By by reducing his cap number as well, the pressure's off him because at twenty seven million, you would be expecting him to have twenty three sacks, x tackle, uh, eighteen tackles for loss. You know, season after season after season. Now this year he's down to thirteen million. The pressure's off. He's again. Cap wise, he's he's not up there as the league's highest paid performer. Um, so the pressure's off for him. He can sit around doing what he does, and you know, doing it effectively, and allowing. You, he's not got that pressure on him, but you know, he will still be a factor for this defense. Mm-hmm. Agree. Do you guys want to add any more to uh, Demarcus Lawrence on the on on the extension, or should we move into Lyle Collins? Well, when um, when does when's when's Demarcus Lawrence at his best? Starting to run when there's somebody on the other side. Mm. Right now, we've not got anybody on the other side. The plan was to bring in Gregory, obviously, but that's gone. So until they bring some, unless they bring somebody else in, the Lawrence will disappear again because he'll draw the double team. He'll draw. He'll draw the running back. Um, the guard will shift to the right as opposed to dealing with whoever the defensive tackle is. So they need to get somebody else in. Yeah. And they're getting somebody. They're going to have to bring in somebody else who the original team thought wasn't worth the money. Well, I'm. I'm going to add. I'm going to add. Keep going back to this point. See if a defensive end hits free agency. 
his current team don't believe in him. It's as simple as that. You don't mess around with tackles, quarterbacks, and defensive ends. Yeah, so you're picking up somebody else's trash. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fair enough, bring him in for $10 million, but I'd much rather have Randy Gregory at 15, without a shadow of a doubt. And that's, that's, the, that, that's why we're getting so worked up, because there's no point in keeping Lawrence around if you don't get him some help. Because if he's the focal point on that D-line, everybody knows he's the focal point, <clears throat> the running back will chip him, the the guard will move to the, the the right and offer more protection. They'll just or or either that or they scheme the other way. Mm. We, I, I, we, I, I, for the longest time we need Randy Gregory back. As soon as we get Randy Gregory back, Lawrence will become so much more effective. That's gone now, and they need to replace him. I wanna add an extra mm. point in here. We mentioned Von Miller, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> as talented as he may be, he's not getting any younger, right? We Agreed. don't know. We don't know what his music is. Music demands his money demands are right. <laughs> right. My problem is though, it's going to be a short term contract. It's going to be maybe a one year, two year fix, and that's it. What do we do from mm-hmm. there? You know, you, like, you, you're right back where you started. Exactly. It's not a long-term solution. That's the thing that annoys me the most. Yeah. This is a really bouncy, happy show today, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I mean, like, like, let's move it to Lyle Collins, uh, and then we can wrap things up here. That they are looking to be uh, years on the trading block. There is interest. But here it is for you, right, guys? Because we know that this looks like it's in the cards that he's going. So I thought what I'd do is I'd make you guys guess who had more, right? It's Lyle Collins versus Terrence Steele, all right? So first of all, just to give you an idea, this is on a per-snap basis because uh, Lyle Collins played 743 snaps, Lyle, um, Terrence Steele 917. Okay, who had more penalties? Lyle. Lyle did have more penalties on less snaps, all right? Um, okay, let's go with sack rate. Who had the worst sack rate? Lyle or Town Steel? Lyle again, I would say. Lyle. did, yeah, yeah. You, uh, by a significant amount, nearly twice as much. Uh, who had more quarterbacks, quarterback hits? Town Steel or Lyle Collins? Collins. No. That was Tim Steele. <laughs> I just had to throw that one in there. All right. Um, who had the worst um, pressure per pass block? So who gave up more pressures per snap? Collins. 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 By a significant amount. So Steele is at 5.8%. Lyle was 85 The only thing I will say that Lyle Collins, when I went through and checked or in depth in the snaps, in terms of run blocking, Lyle Collins clean swept it all. For but, what you could also what you could also say though is Steele played left tackle at points as well last year, which did. means he was up against yeah. the best pass rusher of yeah, yeah. the opposition. So yeah, again, that, I, I, that's, that's something how, else in his favour. Listen, that's an a whole different conversation. Shifting someone who's playing right tackle for the majority of this whole career and <laughs> showing to the other side is not easy, it's not an easy task. Well, let, 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 
<laughs> let me put it to you this way. The last game Town Steel played at right tackle, uh, Zeke had significant snaps. I went and checked. That went right tackle, right? So that was towards Town Steel. He got 51 yards and both touchdowns come in his direction. So Zeke finished on two touchdowns. Um, against the Falcons, Steele was in again. Uh, Zeke went and scored two touchdowns. When Lyle Collins came back, because if you remember, he was uh, put on um, suspension for things. Uh, Kansas City was his first game. He gave up five pressures and a sack. Washington. Uh, the team gave up five sacks, and Collins had quite a bad game. San Francisco, in that game, he was one of the worst offensive linemen, gave up three pressures and two penalties, one of them mitigating a first down, a very significant game-changing first down. Um, so basically, it's a mixed bag with Collins. That It depends what you want to go for. Looking statistically at the two players, You've got Town Steel, who seems to be a little bit, has a bit more continuity with his pass, pass blocking, but he needs obviously time to develop more to become a run blocker, where Lyle Collins is the other way. Yep. So I just thought I'd throw that in there because I just thought, hmm. Here's a, here's a question Is anyone having a problem with losing Collins? No, I don't. Nope. No. I don't. I don't. Maybe. Me. Well, you yeah. uh, I'll tell you why. <clears throat> yes. So, one of the biggest issues on the team was the offensive line. Yes. The Cowboys are going to fix that by getting lighter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get that point. I get that. You know but... what I mean? And why Why did Steele play left tackle? Because, because Collins was injured. Because yeah. Smith was injured. Mm. So, the solution is to get rid of one of our tackles? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, like, the old saying no. is, in, in NFL and college, you can never have enough offensive linemen. I mean... Like, <sighs> you ask any coach in, in college and NFL, and you say, what did you wish you had more of? And they'll all go offensive linemen. Yeah, I mean... It's always the way. They're like, they're like quarterbacks. They're like defensive ends. If you've got a good one, they don't hit free agency. Mm-hmm. So again, we're dealing with somebody else's trash. Mm -hmm. Now, like, fair enough, we can go, right, okay, let's move on from Collins and we'll draft one. Let's move on from Leighton Van Der Esch, we'll draft one. Let's move on from Amari Cooper, we'll draft one. We've only so many picks. See, we can't do that. We can't do that for every single position, and we certainly can't do it on day one and day two. See, uh, see when you're at your point, it's talking about, like, Picking up someone else's trash. I kind of slightly disagree with that because that could be down to they just can't afford them anymore. What we just done with Cooper, essentially. You know what yeah. I mean? But not a tackle, Paul. It's happened it before. Can, it's happened it can before. be, and it can be. It can be a change of coaching stuff. I mean, we've been arguing this season that, and obviously Paul mentioned it again on the the Americas, uh, the World's Team podcast that. You know, Joe we've all Philbin. been advocating that Philbin is not the answer. That, um, nope. You know, it, it's almost nope. like Paul, Paul Alexander, that failed experiment that we had with him a couple of years back where yeah. we got rid of him in the bye week and brought Mark Colombo back in and Hudson Houck, um as a, as a consultant as well. Mm. Um, 
an offensive tackle, if the offensive, you know, and the talk is that, you know, and we've been arguing that, you know, we don't know what the, this offensive line's trying to do. Is it, you know, McCarthy obviously has his basics in the West Coast offense. There was talk that some of the offensive line play in that down spell was that we went to, we, there was a noticeable shift in the way that we were blocking. It was almost it was almost West Coast um, techniques that were being used there um, compared to the first five weeks of the season where we, we'd we been big on big um, traditional Dallas, sort of big wall of Dallas, um, that sort of thing. We don't, we weren't having that. That's that's maybe the coaching with Philbin. And that's maybe, you know, that, that's why these guys get turned over. We're not seeing, you know, we're now into sort of the third decade of, um, of free agency. And we are now seeing a greater turnover. You are seeing more and more teams that are just churning players out, churning players out, using them for four or five years and then letting them go off. And they will go off and have a successful career with other teams. So it's not necessarily, particularly now that the, the contracts are getting so high The and, and in the last couple of years, the contracts have been so high, but because of COVID, there's been a lot of cutting of slack um, you know, to try and make it because the, the the salary cap values of or salary cap ceilings have dropped. Um, you know, we're we're only just at the level we probably should have been last yeah, year yeah, if yeah. there hadn't been COVID. Um, you and know, that goes is... to the point, mind you, about the Amari Cooper being traded. I think because obviously you do your cap projections. And we've had that bad year where it's yep. it's gone back. I think if we were on schedule and that COVID year didn't happen, I think Amari Cooper's not traded. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, I think that that Amari Cooper is a is your best example of um, a COVID a, a COVID casualty, if that's the right word to use. Probably not. Um, but I think in terms of what Graham was saying about. You know, picking up other players' trash. I think that's. I do say get what you're saying, Greg. That in generalities, you are picking up a lesser player. Yeah, there are just, there are just, always going to be those diamonds in a rough. You know, not just in terms of big names who are cap casualties, but also you know, like look at Jaron Curse. Nobody was expecting that to happen. Yeah, I just I just think especially in generalities. I yeah, get what you're especially saying. offensive tackle. Especially that's why they fly off the board in the top 10 because they're rare they're rare yeah. and see we're dealing if we're dealing the here and now i know we've got the draft to come i know we've got the remainder of free agency but if we deal in the here and now our five starters are smith mcgovern biadish martin and inseki mm. and at some point i'm telling you at some point we're going to lose smith yeah that's no, no, frightening no. that's no, no. frightening to me that's, What's that's even more frightening is if we go back to the, the Amari Cooper trade uh, that, that's gone in, think about our three starting wide receivers right now. Because as Paul was saying, in the draft, we've got to look at wide receivers. It's got to be done. Because if you look at week one, right, because Michael Gabb's not going to be back for week one. Right now, as it stands, our three starting wide receivers on week one 
is C.D. Lamb and Simi Fahoko. That's it. That's it. Noah so Brown. Unless you, I mean, that's... <coughs> Noah Brown, yeah. But I see him as a, a, a special teamer. Although you could, you, you know, he has been known to be out there. I mean, we don't, I, I, we don't yeah, actually I, have Nzeki, by the way. Nzeki's a free agent. I, I, don't make true. it worse, Lauren. Yeah, <laughs> he's on, he on a one-year deal. Yep. We've got Josh Ball. We we don't know mm-hmm. what we've got with him. We've got exactly. Matt Farniok. We don't. Mm-hmm. Matt Farniok, we thought actually looked quite good at centre, but you know he's obviously he's a he's a utility piece that you can use across Seventh the line. Round pick. Yep. Mm. I'm still going to say this. Uh, we I want us to try and draft Cole Strange from Chattanooga. <laughs> I, I'm saying that that's the guy I want in this team. Mm. I mean, I, I get I get the people saying that we've still got the free agency and we've still got the draft to go, but how many guys do you how many positions do you all think we have holes in right now? Off the top of my head, Four. left guard, questionable at centre. We definitely need a tackle if we're going to rid of Collins. We need to replace a, de- a defensive end. We could do with another defensive tackle. We've got Leighton Van Der Esch probably not going to sign. We've got um, safeties to bring in. Um, I would say the only the only con- current nail down spot on D is cornerback. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is ironic. That's, that's I, ironic. I, 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 but the, the, the thing I'm the thing I'm trying to get at is we can't just say yeah, but we'll we'll fix all that. We'll bring guys in. What are the odds we hit on every single one? See if you go back through the draft classes. There's more mm. not there than still there. The only thing I will say is they are, in terms of safety, we could be back here again saying safety's all right because they are trying to get a deal sorted with Jamin Curse, which is good news. That is good news. That is good yeah. news. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, we can only... As as we sit here discussing, we can only talk in the here and now. I mean, like, God, we saw with Randy Gregory. It, it, there's every chance he was on a flight to Dallas and he told mm. the pilot to turn right. Well, 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 <laughs> well, before. well, now that you just mentioned Gregory and there has been a snap tweet from Jane Slater. Um, yeah. So she just says, before everyone vilifies Randy Gregory, how things are explained and presented are important here. Mm-hmm. I don't Agreed. believe I don't believe he had the proper context. If he was told that it doesn't have the language, but it was never told that the rest of those contracts do have it. That might have been important information as well. So it would have been on the agent yes. for, for not disclosing that properly to Randy mm-hmm. to make Agreed. that decision. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking. When I was reading it all, I was thinking there's two sides to this story and both sides are lacking context. That That's what I was thinking. Um, but we'll leave that there, shall we? And, get by, uh, and start closing up the show. Hopefully, first day will maybe a bit more positive. Ah, Thursday is a mock draft. See, of the things you could have said to cheer me up, that's probably ranked number one, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. <laughs> do a I nice mock draft. draft. Yeah, a mock draft. We do have a guest as well, which we're sorting out. Um, so, do a nice mock draft. Gets everybody relaxed and 
uh, and excited and happy again, um, which is what it's all about. So um, that will be Thursday. We are looking to do a Friday show as well because we've done the the, the lowdown show here. Um, huh? But make sure, guys. Uh, yes, I'll get into that in a sec. Here's all the uh, various friends of ours that you might want to go and check out. Um, some of them are going to be coming on the show as well. Who wants to do the sponsorship read? Anyone want to do it? I enjoyed somebody else doing it last week. Who wants to go for it? I well, did it last we'll, time. Go on then. Right. Come on, you, Okay. Obviously, we're we're through with COVID. We're looking at mm -hmm. going across to games next year. Mm -hmm. If you are going, use Cowboy's Experience to book. Um, you know, they'll arrange meet and greets, they'll uh, tailgating, game day packages. They'll work with you on your timing uh, when you're arriving, when you're leaving, try and fill in as much as they can for you. And of course, if you use the code UK Cowboys, what do you get? Some free stuff, baby. <laughs> there we go. And nobody was dancing, by the way, while that was on screen. Um, but that is <laughs> that is it for this week. As I say, back Thursday with, with the draft show. Uh, and on Friday, because we've done the lowdown, Brian wants to come in and do the prospect project. And we're looking at wide receivers. So we're going to try and squeeze that in, try and get it under the radar if any of you guys are up for it. Um, but that is it for this week's show, the lowdown show. Um, as I say, back Thursday, let these guys sign off and then we'll hit you with the uh, final video. So leave it to you guys. See you the first time. Hopefully it's more positive. Yep. Let's have let's have a good couple of days and see you back here on Thursday. Jerry used to love a splash, didn't he? So that splash. <laughs> oh well, let's kick this off. See you all on Thursday, guys. <laughs>